What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, not what we expected. Not at all what we expected. For those that are tuned in right now, smash that like right this second if you are finally coming down from almost being sent to the hospital ambulance on deck, ready to come pick you up and and do what they need to do to bring you back to normal. My goodness. Folks, when I say this was a trap game, this is exactly what I mean by trap game. People want to talk about there's no such thing as trap game when your back's against the wall. No. The trap game is a team that's not supposed to be on your level plays up or shall i say we played down because that's exactly what we did folks our quarterback was not his best today although he did what he needed to do like he always does in the end to pull us out of the mess that we were once in we got the win holy crow that's all that matters at this moment right this second that's all that matters because we're now Nine and six. We're nine and six. Two more to go. Two more to go. But man, oh man, I, I, I'm I'm at a loss. I listen. I've been. It took me a minute to kind of compose myself. My wife just left. She's like, I don't know how you can go and do this live. Part of this is therapy for me because there's no way I can go to bed right now and go. Ah, no, no way sir i can't i cannot my goodness give credit to the damn la chargers give credit to the la chargers because these boys didn't give they didn't give up they fought right to the freaking last second literally trying to do whatever they almost pulled the frank white check i.e tennessee titans with the throwback to the other side Christian Benford, and I think it was 
Quentin Morris. I don't know who was on the other side, played it tight. Man, I don't want to even go through all that, but my goodness, let me tell you, folks, this was a gut check to make you realize that the NFL is no joke. This is the elites of the elites. This is what happens when you take teams lightly. They stick around. You start doing silly plays. You start not executing. You're giving the football up. You're fumbling the football. You're turning the football. You're, this, this was a sloppy, sloppy win. Sloppy win. I am just happy that we got out of this game. We are much better than what we produced on the field today. Much better. I'm not sure if it's the long trip to L.A. I'm not sure if they're just there. The, the clock was a little off. At the end of the day, what matters is we gut-checked ourselves. We found out what needed to be done. And we got to, we got to business. And we almost, obviously, in, in a way, we were almost, we should be thanking Kalusha Kiri for getting touched. Because the way the defense has been playing, the way the offense has given the ball up, the way overall our team was playing today, it would not have surprised me if Easton Stick drove up the field and handled his and handled business and got into the end zone. That's the way we were playing. That's the way we were playing. So, folks, I've watched Surviving R. Kelly. <laughs> Boy, we just survived the Chargers. We just survived the Chargers. And the the one, if I were to pick a clip if i were to pick anything that signifies how i'm feeling right this second this clip right here embodies what i'm feeling right now shit that nigga had me scared but i held my own fuck that <laughs> boy they had me scared as ever they had me scared as ever but guess what the bills are still standing because that's exactly how i felt i was like god lee let me let me compose myself before I go on this lot because that brother had me scared, boy. My goodness. We can't have games like this again. No, no, no. We cannot have games like this again. There's no way. <laughs> I, I'm still feeling. Shit, that nigga had me scared, but I held my own. Fuck that. Because <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck, man. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. But I'll tell you this, before we get into the Bills, before we get into the Bills, because there's lots to talk about to get into the Bills, I got to say this, man. It's late. That's why I'm not as hype. I'm not as yelling. I'm not all that, but I'm still I'm still in it right now. And I'm going to tell you this, man. Easton Stick, he, uh, he, he held his own, man. 23, 23 for 33, 210 yards, six yards a pop, no turnovers, which he should have had at the end of the game. That would have been it. And he had a rating of 86.5, took five sacks today. He took five sacks today. 86.5 was his rating today. Austin Eckler decided to, you know what I mean, get a little juice into his legs, had 65 yards rushing. We kept these boys under 100 yards rushing today. Easton Stick decided to be the white Michael Vick today. I don't know where that came from. Easton Stick, seven for 25. You know, we had a rushing touchdown. The lone touchdown of the day. Excuse me, not the lone touchdown. Apologize. This is another one. Well, my goodness, folks, this was uh, this was it the lone touchdown. This was the lone touchdown of the day. What am I saying? That was a lone touchdown. There was field goal after field goal after field goal today. Whoever had whoever had Dicker as their field goal 
as their kicker for fantasy killed it. Austin Eckler, 15 for 65, four yards of pop. Kind of kind of looked like old Austin Eckler, but you know what I mean? He washed. The run game wasn't, wasn't really saying much. Leading receiver obviously was the tight end. We knew that was going to happen. Tight end is going to be your safety blanket. Seven for 42. Josh Palmer had five for 47. There was, there was moments in this game, and I'm going to get into that, that we, we allowed these guys to just get open way too, way too easily. Way too easily. I, I don't know what was happening today. We decided to just let these guys run willy-nilly. We were in zone primarily most of the game. Easton Sick was eating that up. Like, what? The statistics may not show it because he's only got 220 yards, but it just felt like that. He was moving the ball up and down. But obviously, when we give you field position, when we give you back the football, yeah, you're it's going to feel that way. It's going to feel that way. Defensively, Derwin James obviously was their leading guy. That's their one of their best defenders. Um, obviously, uh, Kenneth Murray was, was doing his thing and Khalil Mack. Uh, quiet day for Khalil Mack. Uh, but nonetheless, he was still putting some pressure on the boys. Right. But uh, all together, listen, this was this was the type of game. This was the type of game that you knew that the Chargers were going to come out and play. Uh, we could we could talk about what the Bills were supposed to do, because there were a lot of things that the, the Bills were supposed to do. But the, the Bills today, they allowed the Chargers to hang around. They allowed them to hang around. How? By giving them the ball back by where by us not possessing the ball long enough to make sustained sustained drives, we just we just we just let them hang around way too long. But you had a team that was a they got they got nothing to lose at this point. They're playing to be auditioned to be back on the team, or they're auditioning to go to another team. That's 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 number one. Number two, you got a head coach that's that's trying to stick around. They're playing for the new head coach. The new head coach has has fresh philosophies, right? But that's, I mean, like, you kind of knew that was going to happen. So kudos to the Chargers. They played as hard as they could right till the end. This, they knew that this, this, all of media had everything against them. Yo, they think they're going to come and watch us. Yo, we're going to play hard. We're going to get at them and we're going to do what we can. But we helped the Chargers be in that position. How? By giving the ball up. Turnovers, bro. We can't, we can't be doing that. We definitely can't be doing that. But in all, all this being said, we won. We won. And how we won was crucial because we were down. We're down two. We need, excuse me, we're down one. We need, we absolutely needed everything we got on the last drive. Everything we got on the last drive, we needed. And this is where you pay your franchise quarterback to make plays. It's as simple as that. And it started off with a beautiful play to start off the, the drive with a fake screen or a fake flat route uh, going to James Cook or whoever it was. And you hit Kincaid to get the sticks moving. Lovely. And then we start going. We start moving the sticks. Stefan Diggs with a crucial third and four reception. My goodness. The defender could not have played it better. He was just inches away from batting that ball down. Inches away from batting that ball down. And what does Stefan Diggs do? Clutch. Stefan Diggs was absolutely clutch on that route. He came in and caught that ball. Boom, get us the first down. That gave us life. I mean, I'm going to look at the statistics to see what how we did on third downs today. But my goodness. My goodness, man. So let me put a button in talking about the Chargers. 
Chargers, kudos to you. You guys fought hard. We knew you guys were going to fight hard. But at the end of the day, this is the, you're playing a team that is desperate, that want to make the playoffs, and they're going to do everything they can to make the playoffs. Yeah, they made it extra dramatic. There was a lot of drama in this one, but we did. We got the job done. We got the job done. So let's move over to the Bills because I want to get to the statistics. I want to get to all that stuff. That all that stuff. You got me talking with the damn lisp. Um, but before we do, uh, I want to give a, a shout out to our, our sponsors uh, with the uh, Underdog Fantasy. And uh, we'll be back and get into the offense and talk about how we perform today. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Get your first deposit doubled. We'll give you that. Get on that. Buffalo Fanatics is the code. Let's roll. Offense, defense, special teams, the Buffalo Bills. Let's get into it. First and foremost, let's go to our fearless leader, our guy, the guy that drove us down the field and got us in field position to get the job done, Joshua Patrick Allen. This man today, modest, 15 for 21, 15 completions for 21, 237 yards passing, 11.3 yards a pop. So it doesn't seem that he had a killer game, but when you're throwing for 11 yards a pop, that's unreal. Off of 15 targets, 237 yards, one touchdown, one unfortunate interception, and that interception should have never happened. Great play by the defender. I'm not sure who was that made that interception, but that was an awesome interception um, by, uh, who was it? Was it uh, Gilman? Alohi Gilman? Amazing, amazing interception. But golly, Josh, you got to put that up. This is, that was, there was three passes that were short, to, to, to Stefan Diggs. First play of the game that almost got the brother concussed. Yes, yeah, it's a it's an easy screen, man. Boom. Pop that. Let him get get him let him get going. He throws it into the dirt. There goes Josh throwing an incomplete, inaccurate pass. And then Josh and Stefan Diggs can't get it. Right? There was another one. Uh, in in almost double cover. Like Josh would have right into the dirt. Right into the dirt that was supposed to be going for Stefan Diggs. Then Stefan Diggs had one that if he has the, the air underneath that football, Steph is walking into the end zone. Josh, three missed passes under. Fam, we can't have that. You got to nail that all year long. That connection between those two guys, it's always been short. He's been shortchanging Stephon Diggs. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But then he gives a beautiful ball to Gabriel Davis. And we'll get into Gabriel Davis afterwards, but we're talking about Josh Allen at the moment. So Josh Allen, 50 for 21, 237. He had one touchdown, one pick, an unfortunate pick because that should have been an easy touchdown. Like this, we could have handled this team so much easier, but we made it harder for ourselves. Holy jumpies that we had. And uh, he had seven horrible game. It wasn't a horrible game, but we just missed. We had too many missed opportunities. That's the best way I can describe it and explain it. Too many missed opportunities. And we just can't have that. We just can't have that anymore, right? Now, let's go to the run game. The run game, we had 100, 100 yards rushing today. Um, 
James Cook. I got I got to give it to I got to give it to um, Coach um, Joe Brady because Joe Brady, knowing that the run wasn't as smooth as we have wanted it to, but he did not he did not shy away from running the football because I'll tell you this: had it been Ken Dorsey, Ken Dorsey would abandon ship a long time ago and said, "Josh, bail us out. Do what you do, Josh." And sometimes it can't be that way. It can't be that way because. James Cook is dynamic enough that if you let him slip through some, he's gone. He's gone. Or it's a big gain. And give the give kudos to the Chargers. The Chargers played him extremely well. James Cook today, 20 carries for 70 yards at 3.5 yards a pop. No touchdowns, but he had a fumble and a crucial fumble. My goodness, man. You got to hold on to the ball. And this is why y'all want to get mad at me. And I'm, I keep telling y'all, you, he's RB1. And I go, eh, eh, well, this is the reason. We can't have this. Crucial, when we need you to hold on to the football, you know we need yardage. You know at this point, at this moment, they're going to be going for that football. And you're upright? Dude, that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep you upright and rip that thing. And that they did. You got to be better than that, James Cook. And although 70 yards is all right, it's cool. Like, it's not a horrible game. Because we're so accustomed to him, you know, breaking it out for eight-yard gain, nine-yard gain. This one was very modest. The, the longest run he had was a 10-yarder. But the fumble is going to it's going to remain fresh in the minds of defenders. Oh, he gives up that football. That's his third fumble of the year. And most people might say, ah, it's three fumbles. No big deal. It is a big deal when you're running back. You cannot give the football up. You can't, you can't give it up. Just go back to the program. Oh, what is it? Was it Omar Epps? Omar Epps kept on, not Omar, man. Yeah, it was Omar Epps kept on fumbling the football. Kept on fumbling the football. They'd say, yo, walk around that football around campus. And if you, if you, if we bring that shit back, you're going to see what's going to happen to you. Guess what? He was holding that thing all day. They tried to get after it, held onto it. Stop fumbling the football, man. We're getting to crunch time when we need you to secure the football, not give up the football. We can, we got to, we got to fix that issue up, man. And most people might say, ah, it's not an issue. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal because it might come back to haunt us again. And then what? What are the, what are the excuses going to be? Can't have that. Can't have that. So 20 carries uh, for our guy, James Cook. Leonard Fournette uh, had five carries for 20 yards, four yards a pop. Leonard Fournette looked like Leonard Fournette. No, not much explosion. Just, uh, you know what I'm saying? He had, a, he had a couple. He had one good run where he kind of bounced it outside a little bit, got some yardage. I think it was like a nine-yard run. But other than that, it, Leonard Fournette was Leonard Fournette. I'm surprised that Latavius Murray got no carries today. No carries today. It was just, it was pretty much the Josh Allen, Leonard Fournette, and James Cook show. They gave Latavius Murray a little break. I was, it was odd, but I guess they wanted to see exactly what Leonard Fournette was all about. And I think they got their answer. They got their answer. Their answer was, yeah, Ty Johnson, we're waiting for you to come back, baby. You know what I'm saying? But for now, we got Leonard Fournette. And like, like my man Z-Bot said, eh. Uh, it doesn't bother me none. He gets in the game. He doesn't get in the game. It don't bother me none. And that's exactly what he proved today. So the Bills today, though, had 30 carries as opposed to what? The, the 42 carries we had last week or 43 carries? Or was it 49? I can't remember exactly. For 105 yards. Um, two touchdowns, one by Josh, obviously, and, and one uh, both by Josh, excuse me. Both by Josh and, and Josh had a passing touchdown. So he had three touchdowns, which should make him uh, the, the leader now, he's got 40 touchdowns altogether. So that's, that's NFL history. So that's always great to hear, but, uh, kudos to the offense side of the ball. 
Um, you know who showed up today? Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis finally showed up. And if you guys were tuned in, if you guys were tuned into my show uh, the other day, and I was saying what we need from our guys and what we need from someone that needs to step up because it only makes everybody better, that was to see Gabriel Davis find the connection and get back into the graces of our quarterback and getting going. So to me, that is who my spotlight hero is of the game, and that is Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis today had four receptions for 130 yards, 32.5 yards of pop. So he was our deep threat today, which is still crazy to me because he's not known to be a speedster, but he happens to get down the field, and that's where we see him, right? 32, he had one touchdown reception, obviously, with a 57-yard bomb from Josh Allen rolling out to the right and hits him in stride. Hits him in beautiful stride off of six targets. So the plan was to target him, and that we did. Here's something that's disheartening, though. Five receptions for 29 yards for Stephon Diggs off of eight targets. Now, what is going on with that? I have no idea. I'm, it's going to be interesting to hear the hear anything that's, that's popping off with this week when it comes to the questioning about the, the chemistry between Josh and the, their receivers because right now, with 15 receptions, Gabe Davis had four of them. Khalil Shakir had three for 45 with a big catch in the fourth quarter. Stephon Diggs with five receptions for 29. And then you got Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid with one reception for seven yards, and that's in the fourth quarter on the final drive. So I get it. We're trying to be a little more balanced, and every game plan is different. But uh, listen, we can't, we can't rely too, too much on, on running the football. And I'm, I'm not opposed to it because I love it. I love running the football. But you know what I'm saying? Understand that we got stuff on days. We got we got weapons. So we just we're still feeling out and trying to find our our our, our proper balance. But uh, I I'm actually I'm actually confident that we'll be able, we'll be able to find it. We're very confident we'll be able to find it. Um. So long story short, the turnovers we can't have that. James Cook had two fumbles today. Let's not keep let's keep it a buck. Yeah, he, he had two fumbles today and lost one. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, we we just have to be better with securing the football. All right. Defensively, Taylor Rapp, nine tackles today. He was our leading tackler. Ed Oliver. Ed, Edward, listen, I'm not even going to call him Ed. You guys know the drill. Edward. Edward was absolutely on the money today. Ed Oliver today alone, his statistics, and it's not going to jump out at you, but two sacks today. He had two tackles for loss. He had two QB hits, three solo tackles, four total tackles, and a key huge sack in the fourth quarter to not only take them back several yards but kill clock on the to kill time on the clock that alone gives to me Ed Oliver MVP of the game Ed Oliver was absolutely sensational worth every penny we paid that brother this offseason and he's earning it my goodness Ed Oliver was something else and wait until we get Daquan Jones back we get Daquan Jones back, we're, we're looking like, you know what I mean, the defense of old. We got a few things that we got to clean up. Obviously, we don't get Matt Milano back because that would be that would be a cheat code almost, and how crazy would that be? But we don't get him. But we get Daquan Jones, and as he's healing up and he's got that 21-day window opened up, uh, we, we could use his services. But my goodness, man, Ed Oliver deserved everything he's going to get. He's going to deserve every praise that he got. That penetration, he was disruptive. He was penetrating. He was 
everywhere. Easton Stick did not want to see him. And on that last play, wraps him up, sacks him, takes him back. That was the play of the game. And I believe spotlight hero of the game goes to my guy, Mr. Edward himself. Shout out to Ed. And the rest of the defense, you know what I'm saying, came through. They had some blunders. They had a couple blunders, but uh, they came through. There was an interception by our guy, Benford, but he was caught holding. He's got to chill on that. Uh, but we are in position to do well. Puno Ford even got in the, on the action and got himself in the action. I think he got himself a sack. So today, the Bills defense sacked Easton Sick five times. Of the five, Ed Oliver had two of them. Terrell Bernard had one which with a beautiful blitz, a stunt, where he faked it and went back inside and got Easton Stick. Easton Stick had no idea what was happening. Puno Ford got his sack in there as well. So it was a beautiful sight to see today. Um, and uh, listen, we'll always do it. And Rasul Douglas off a corner blitz got one. How about that, McDermott? McDermott coming in and calling some solid plays. Overall, we've got to clean things up. We've got to clean things up. There were things I did not like to see. We were penalized way too often for my liking. And at inopportune times, inopportune times, we were sitting here getting just getting put be getting put in position to just not not succeed but this was huge this was massive because now we put ourselves in position at 9 and 6 straight like right in the middle of pass in the hunt to now wild card spot this should give us a wild card spot for now and with the game the way the games are going to shake up tomorrow uh we should be better i'm going to take a look to see if i can catch uh ESPN's uh, version of the playoff simulator. And we're talking about it just a little bit. I'm just going to try to set it up now so we can talk about it in, in a moment. But my goodness, wasn't this a game? Now, I know some people that love games like this where it's it's right to the end, edge of your seat. You don't know what's going to happen. And listen, I totally get it. I totally get it. For But as a Bills fan, I ain't trying to see that. I want to see my team come in and handle their own. So right now, as of right now, the Bills have a 63% chance, and I'll, and I'll kind of play, I'll play out the uh, the scenarios afterwards, but they got a 63% chance on making these playoffs. And uh, listen, I'll take that. Every day of the week, I'll take that. So uh, kudos to the Bills. Kudos to McDermott. He dialed up some good defensive plays today, and uh, you got to give him his credit. You got to give him his credit. Now, I don't plan on being here too long, right? Because, I mean, it's late. But uh, there's a lot of things I got to talk about. So uh, let's let's go to where do I want to begin? All right, let's go. Let's go to the mistakes. OK, let's go to the mistakes. First and foremost, I'm going to talk about Deontay Hardy. I, I'm done with Deontay Hardy. All right. I know people are going to say, ah, that's pretty harsh to be done. I am done with Deontay Hardy. He's as basic as they come. He don't give me nothing where you're like, ah, but he's special because if you get him in space, he could. Eh, 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 eh. Heck no. Heck no. He's basic. And when he turned his back today on that punt return and gave that football up, I was fini. You know what? Jay fini. That's I'm done with that cat, man. Like that's listen, you're not getting on the field. Think about it for a second. You're not, you're not getting the touches on the field because you've, you've been out outplayed by Kalusha Kier. You're out. You're, you're obviously you're going to, you're not going to get the touches because Dawson Knox is back. Then you got Kincaid. So you're, you're, you're the, one of the least, most important options on the on the squad. Sherfield will get more touches than you will get on the field. So you think that if I'm not getting on the field with Josh Allen and the boys, I'm going to do everything I can to be an impact returning the football. But even then, when he returns the football, is basic shit. 
basic, man. He he don't give me nothing. Yeah, he, he gives me absolutely nothing. So to me, when I'm looking at all this mess, it's uh it's one of those situations where I'm like, you know what? It becomes it is what it is. I, I would not be surprised. You I'm telling you guys right now, I would not be surprised if Andy Isabella is brought up from this from the squad and my man Deontay Hardy is sat down. Yo, you can be inactive for the rest of the season. We cool. We're gonna go with Andy Isabella and Isabella because not only that, if I need him, he'll he'll give me something that Josh Allen likes separation and gives you a little something. And he's got speed, right? I get him, I get him pump returning and kick returning. At least I, if he's not going to return anything, that's cool. I can give him that Micah Hyde uh, situation. Make him, make him the Micah Hyde guy. Just field it, call it a day. Because right now you ain't giving me anything, bro. You ain't giving me anything. And then you fumble the football on top of that, give them the opportunity, and they capitalize. Bam, man. That shit was, that shit had me heated. I, could, I was like, I was so mad. I was like, only us. Only us. Only us that we can sit here and give the ball up. And make this game a close one when it has no business being close. None. There was no business for these freaking charges to be close and keep this game close to us. I I, I couldn't understand it. So um, when it comes to the turnovers, that that kills me, right? That's number one. Number two, James Cook. Jameson. Listen, we gave you love. You know what I'm saying? We gave you adoration. We praised you. You know what I'm saying? We gave you, you know, the love that you deserve because you had a big game against a big-time opponent. You stepped up to the plate. Today, it's okay. You had 20 touches, 70 yards. That's not my issue. It's the holding of the football. Hold on to the football. We're giving the opportunities back to the squad. And the thing is, you know better because we benched your ass the first time. We benched you the first time, and you should know your lesson. And in that game, you fumbled twice. Luckily, the one bounced right back to you. And guess what? You fumbled once today, and then you fumbled again. You fumbled twice, and you lost one. We can't have that. That's nonsense. But you're still a dynamic back, and those are the things that you're going to learn from. I'm hoping you're learning from it. Don't ever go back to it, but we'll be better. We're going we're gonna to clean that up, and I'm sure there's not going to be an issue going forward, I hope, right? Lastly, Josh Allen with the interception. Bro, you went nine games, nine games with interceptions, and then you, you, then you took a chill pill. You did. You didn't. You didn't throw an interception. You were cool. You didn't turn the ball over against the Dallas Cowboys, and then you come back with some bullshit ass pass to Stephon Diggs. When he passed, the Khalil had to turn around and come back and get it because the ball was so damn inaccurate. Josh was never was able to get set in the pocket. He was always he always felt like he was flat footed and 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 throwing the football off his back leg. I get it. You're talented enough. You got a strong enough arm. But fam, you, we got to be better in that department, man, because we're going up against some some dog. We're going up against some dogs in the playoffs. If we're trying to make the playoffs, we got to clean that up. We definitely got to clean that up. So um, other than that, man, I just wanted to get the negativity out of the way so I can get into the positive. But th- those are the things that stood out to me. I, we just can't have that from Josh. We're too good of a team for us to fall into that nonsense. Too good. Now, when I go to the team stats, because that's going to tell uh, another side of the picture here. So the Chargers had more first downs than us. They had 18 first downs to our 16. We had 16 passing first downs to five pa- uh, uh, rushing first downs. Um, first downs from penalties, we did not uh, capitalize on that. 
for fourth down, third down efficiency, we went five for 10. So we're 50% right around the mark that we're at right now. We're a 49 to 50% team um, in terms of third down conversions. We kept the charges four and 14. So that's under 30% that we kept these boys. So uh, we were doing, we were doing our job defensively stopping these boys, right? Um, we had 52 total plays and they had 65. You right. See that, see, that's what happens. You give the football up. You're giving them more opportunity to do what they do. We need to stop giving the football up and take advantage of us having the football. We're, we're good offense, but don't give up the ball like that, man. Like we just, we're taking our chances away and look, we squeak by these boys, 24 to 22 to the nerve. The Raiders put 60 on these boys. Yes, I get this pride. You don't want to get somebody to come in and hang another 40 on you. But, man, we're better than what we produced today. We're better than what we produced today, right? Um, total yards today, though, we had 335 total yards to their 273. We had 10 drives. Um, and the, the biggest one for me when I scroll down, and I'm looking at the penalties. The penalties today, we had seven penalties for 64 yards. We got to cut that out. You know what I mean? Stupid stuff. Tripping. Holding, double holding call. Mitch Morris was caught on holding. The first one was tiki-taki. The second one definitely caught your ass holding, right? Uh, so seven for 64, we got to cut that. We got to cut that out. And we lost the time of possession. We won the game, but lost the time of possession from 33. They had 33 minutes of time of possession to our 26. All right? Um, we had three turnovers today, folks. T- teams that turn the ball over three times are not supposed to win. That goes to tell you how much better of a team that we are but it took three turnovers to keep this team in it to keep them competitive enough to try to have a shot at winning the game why because we turned the ball over three times can't have that can't have that we're trying to make a run because the better team will capitalize instead of putting up three they'll put up seven and quickly you will be in a hole and it's going to be very difficult to dig yourself out of that hole so those six, those six penalties and those three turnovers really did hurt us, right? We lost the two fumbles in the interception. Um, but in the on the bright side, we went two for three out of red zone. We'll take that. We'll take that at all. So uh, past the negativity, right? I wanted to get all that negative stuff out of the way where things that we can work on. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I'm proud of winning the close ones in the end. Because I'll tell you right now. If it were the Chiefs that were to win a game like that, they'd say, gritty win by the Chiefs. When you have Pat Mahomes, that's all that matters. You want to get the win. You're not going to have a lot of games like this where Josh is just taking, you mean, taking unnecessary unnecessary shots when he's running with the football. I mean, there was some some uncharacteristics today uh, for Josh. But at the end of the day, the sloppy, sloppy game on the road, West Coast being that, and we still came through and won that game, kudos, because it takes a certain amount of fortitude, you know what I'm saying, to, to get in there and make sure that your T's are crossed, your I's are dotted, you take care of business, and you stand on your business in L.A., and you take that shit back home. And then who do we have next? You know who the Patriots. But uh, not long story short, at the end of the day, there's a lot of things for us to clean up, and we'll get better. I love that the defense got after Easton Stick, we got five sacks on Easton Stick. Love that about him. And uh, everybody had a contribution in stopping them. Even Rasul Douglas had a couple big shots. Big shots, right? On top of that, Teron Johnson continues to impress, continues to do good things 
in the pass game, good things in the run game. He's just solid. And he was what? Who wasn't he our leading tackler today? So Teron Johnson, hell of a job today. Hell of a job by Teron Johnson. Hell of a job, a job by, uh, excuse me, Taylor Rapp was the leader. And then Teron Johnson was afterwards. And Terrell Bernard led it after Christian Bedford. Greg Rousseau had a massive game. Thanks to Greg Rousseau. And uh, we go from there. We definitely go from there. So in all, looking at who impressed and looking at, at who I mean, completed the task and knew their assignment, Ed Oliver is sensational. The D front was great. We kept the run game in check. Um, I will say this, though. There's one player that I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know about this guy. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. In the chat, if you guys know exactly who I'm talking about, that I'm like, I don't know about this guy, man. I don't know. Something about them. Just he's just he's just all right. He's just all right. You know what I'm saying? Right now he's playing all right. Who who would that be? I'm gonna tell you right now, man. It's Von Miller. Von Miller. I know he dished the knee the knee brace. I know all that, but he's just he's it's like he's playing patty cake out there. Honestly, that's what it looks like to me. I could be way wrong. The film might come back and it shows me, yo, he was balling. I certainly didn't see balling. You know what I saw? I saw patty cake. I saw him run up field. He's doing two things this year, running upfield all the way wide and, keep, and keeping no, no contain. And here goes white Mike Vick coming around the bend, rushing for 25 yards. I just can't, I can't fly, man. I can't fly. So you trust me. It, it, he's going to be on my milk carton alert on Tuesday because I'm starting to, I'm starting to wonder what's going on, fam. Like we need something. We need something. You ain't giving us what you ain't giving us the juice that I'm expected. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely not holding up his bargain on what we paying him because that check clears every week but his play ain't checking in we can't cash that play we try to we go to the bank to say yo here's von miller's i mean performance i'm sure it's it's good with you uh you know he's been around the league he's good to go y'all y'all taking that check they're gonna be like, nah, I'm not cash. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply that shit because he ain't cashing shit in he ain't he ain't coming through so i mean go figure man i saw i don't know what's going on with that but uh we need aj Epinesa. i can't believe i'm about to say this but aj epinesa would be a very nice um fresh it'd be a, a fresh return for our guy aj epinesa it's not crazy that i'm saying that that i'm saying yo bring me aj epinesa and less of von miller that's nuts that's wild to me but here i am talking about that that's right. Daniel Alvarez says, yo, our return on investment, we ain't getting that back. It's, it's hot. <laughs> the return on investment right now is not happening. So I'd be hot. If I put my money into him and thinking I'm going to get something back and I'm not, I'd be heated. I'd be mad heated, right? So let me, let me just put it this way, folks. 
let me put it this way. This game was was a big one because it was something we needed. It was something that was necessary. And uh, the fact that we were able to to put things in perspective on where we are is a lovely thing. So as of right now, as of right now, I'm going to share my screen so you guys can see what's going on. And, uh, and then I'll take some of your super chats as we do this, right? But as of right now, let me share my screen so you guys know what's happening. So we're going to go to the New York Times. You, go, you, know, you guys know how I do. We're going to go to the New York Times, and I hope you guys can see this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prop up my, my screen here so you guys can see it. Is it better if I put it on the bottom? I don't know if you guys, uh, if it's better if I put it on the bottom. Yeah, I think it's better if I put it on the bottom. Or I might even just take myself off the screen. No, I'll put myself on, right? So here we are. Here we are, folks. This is the New York Times, uh, New York Times uh, simulator. And uh, it kind of gives us an idea of, of where we sit and where we're at right now. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to refresh it because I had it from before. So as of right this second, ladies and gentlemen, all right? So the Bills, obviously, we just won our game today. Chances are we beat we beat the, uh, the Patriots next week, and we're at a 59% chance, right? The scenario has played out. We, because of the loss from the Bengals and the way things are right now, we win out, we're in. We win out, and the Dolphins lose one. We're not only in, but we get the AFC East Championship. And that means we are division winners yet again. So always, always wonderful thing to do. And when you have that, you know what I'm saying, you get to, you get to have the choice, you know what I'm saying, of where you get to play. And uh, if we want to play at home, those are the things we got to do, right, based on record and all that good stuff, right? So. Week 16, I mean, obviously, we got the Colts that will be playing today. Uh, and uh, we've got, I'd say, let's just say the Colts win. Let's just say the Titans lose, which, which I anticipate that's going to happen. Lions, Commanders, I think the, let's just say, yeah, the Commanders lose. Uh, they win. Packers win. I mean, right now, I mean, let me remove. Let me remove these games because I want to make sure that it's strictly on our win today and how this week goes. So if this week goes as planned, I think the Bucks beat the Jags. Um, the Bears beat the Cardinals, who cares? The Dallas Cowboys, I mean, we want the Cowboys to win. So let's just say the Cowboys win, right? Patriots and Broncos. Broncos are probably going to win that one. So if the Broncos win, this is the interesting one. If the Broncos win, we're at a 47% chance. If and I think there's going to be an upset here with the Raiders, but I mean, I can't, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to base it on like, you know how I many chances are that who wins this game. So we're at a 48% chance just based alone off we 16. And I'm going to make sure that it's the bills that we're paying. Yep. It is the bills. Uh, did I choose week 17? So week 17 is already chosen. So I'm going to try to un unmark everything so we can see Based on week 16 and week 16 alone, here's where we stand. So we're at a 50, 60, 64%, 65% chance of making the squad. And right now, I'm just taking everything off. So we see what's happening right now. 
based on this week alone, we're playoff bound. We're at an 80% chance to make this playoffs. We're at 78%. All right? There it is right there. Based on this week alone and based on me choosing the Bucks to beat the Jags because I truly believe that's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, let's just say it doesn't happen, we, we drop to 68%. We'll call it 69%. But I think the Bucks win this one. I think the Browns and Texans, I think the Browns take this one. If the Browns take it, this is what we want because the Texans right now are in, they're, they're a wild card spot as we speak. So if the Browns take them, that puts us right now at an 82% chance just based on week 16 alone. Cowboys being the Dolphins works. If Cowboys don't, we are still at an 80% chance, even if the Cowboys win or not, based on today. Broncos, we want the Patriots to win, but the Broncos will probably win anyway. But look, let's just, just play around. Our chance to go up to 90% if the Patriots beat the Broncos. It's possible. Let me, just, let me just put it that way. It is very possible. And Chiefs and Raiders, I think the Chiefs actually win. Obviously, it's going to scoot ourselves up way higher. No, it actually doesn't really change much. It doesn't really change much. So. Chiefs right there winning that game. Eagles 49. So this is where we are right now. So if this week goes the way it's planned and we know what it's like, it's an 80% chance. And that's just making the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Hosting a wild card spot, that's a whole nother ball game, but we just got to get there. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We've helped ourselves. The Bills helped ourselves. It wasn't sexy. By all means, this was not sexy. This was... The opposite of sexy. This was, this was, I mean, what's the opposite of sexy? Because this wasn't it. <laughs> this was dog water. This was not good. But what I did like is the resiliency, the toughness, the grit, the gut check that we had to come out and put things together in the fourth quarter. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters is fourth quarter. What do you do in the fourth quarter? A lot of times we've been on the other end of what do we do on the fourth, the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, we've always looked good. And then fourth quarter, we fall apart. This time, we did all right. We did all right for ourselves. We did all right for ourselves. We kept ourselves propped up. We kept ourselves alive. We got nine wins, baby. Nine wins. So now, we get to relax a little bit more tomorrow. Watch some football that has nothing to do with us. And the one game that we're all going to be watching is that is that Dallas that Dallas uh, Miami game, and we'll see how Tua does because every team is different. Every team is different. We're, going, we're about to find out who the bigger fraud is. Is it the Dallas Cowboys that are that are known to be fraudulent, or is it the Miami Dolphins that are also known to be fraudulent? So this is the fraud bowl. Right now, we're about to watch the fraud bowl, and somebody's got to come out as winner. Somebody's as winner. So we'll see. We'll be watching that. It's going to be fun. By the way, we got a thousand people watching right now across all platforms. Uh, you saying we got Twitter, we got Facebook, we got all that good stuff. So smash that like right now and uh, show some love, man. Give us some support and let's get these things cracking right now. Let me let me hit the let me hit the super chat real quick and I'm going to get right back into my post here. Uh, Caitlin Evans, what's up, Kate? Kate comes in and says, uh, "There he is. There is Gabe Davis." It was a trap game, and we survived it. We definitely should have played better, but I'll take that dub. And I, I'll tell you right now, Kalen, I share the same sentiments because I feel the same way. We needed, we needed somebody else to step up. I told you guys this, and I told you guys this many times. You just can't keep depending on Stefan Diggs to bail us out. Teams are going to key on him, and they're going to dare us to go elsewhere. 
And Josh had no no choice but to do that. And now it opens things up because now when we do film study or teams are doing film study on us, they're like, yo, we got to still watch out for the deep threat in Gabe Davis. And that's what's going to open up Stefan Diggs for the rest of the year. So, Kate, I'm I'm with you. I'm all the way with you. And let's keep it rocking. Uh, I got another super chat. Let's send Ed Oliver a Christmas gift because Lord, <laughs> Lord, he was there, boy. Yes, he definitely was, man. Yo, two sacks today. Right now on the year, I think Ed Oliver's got eight sacks on the year. Let me, I got to double, I got to double check on that. Somebody, somebody fact check me if I'm wrong, but uh, what's the total for Ed Oliver's sacks today, uh, this year? Actually, I'm going to tell you right now. Edward Oliver, and we call him Edward because when he plays like that, he's Edward. That's straight up. Ed Oliver this year alone. He has, was it four, six and a half sacks? He's got six and a half sacks this year. He's got six and a half sacks. Let's keep it going. Am I getting that right? Yes, I am. Yeah, he's got six and a half sacks this year. Let's roll, bro. Let's roll. Six and a half sacks. Let's keep it rolling. And he's an interior lineman. He's on pace to get another, what, seven, almost eight. So we got ourselves Mac Jones next week. So let's get it, man. Let's absolutely get it, man. So shout out to Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver was something else today, man. Uh, Super chat coming in. Edward (laughs) saved us but worried about our secondary. I'm not exactly too worried about our secondary. Um, some teams do well against the zone or quarterbacks, I should say, do well against the zone and some don't. Uh, Dak Prescott was feeling the pressure. We were getting after Dak, though. We were getting after Dak. We were doing what we need to do. We had a full complement of rushers getting after him. So that makes a big difference as well. Um, but yeah, we were getting after Dak and Dak was feeling the pressure. And he was, he was, he had to get rid of the ball quickly, rather quickly. Easton Stick happened to have some time today. I didn't like it. But he had the time to to deliver the football. Um, Super chat coming in. Teams better win that got to win. We coming. <laughs> we coming. We bringing that Louis luggage. Yeah, man. We Listen, at the end of the day, it's all about wins. This league is all about wins. It's all about results. It's all about what have you done for me lately. And the Bills are showing you that we're, we're, on, a, we're on a streak right now. We're on a three-game win streak. The, the, the winning is, is starting to get embedded. In our DNA, you know what I'm saying? We're getting back on the winning track. Big win against the Chiefs. Big win against the Dallas Cowboys. And and ironically, a big win against the Chargers. The Chargers fought super hard. They fought extremely hard. So this was big, man. I, I mean, I had a friend of mine hit me. He's a Dallas Cowboys fan. He's like, yo, I told you this, man. You blew your load against the Dallas Cowboys and you had none left. I was like, well, sometimes, man, when you blow your load, sometimes you might you might have one more in you. I don't know what you don't know what gets in what gets into you, but you got one more in you. You got another round in you and uh, you're able to muster up. And that's what the Bills did today. The Bills had a big game against the Dallas Cowboys. They're like, no, no, no. We got another round before we get some rest. Let's get up. Let's get at these charges. It took some time, but we handled business the way we're supposed to. Tyler Bass came through and was clutch as he normally is. And we love to see it. Uh, William uh, YT, did I read that already? So, yeah, it's it's one of those things, man. We just got to make sure that uh, teams are prepared to face the bills when they come through because it's not going to be easy definitely not going to be easy ryan with a super chat just leaving so so happy to get uh the dub oh my god scary yo uh ryan if you can let me know how so was what how electric was it because from what i was seeing i saw a whole lot of bills fans at so stadium today where the heck are the chargers fans i was like yo where where can i see a Chargers fan it was a lot of bills fans so i hope that you had a good section and it was a, it was a bomb ass time Salute to my man, Eric. What's up, Schmitty? 
Schmitty comes in and uh, says, yo, Chargers jingle Allen's balls all the, all the way. All I want for Christmas is a chip. Frosty, the snowman, he's giving me all the songs, man. Rudolph, the red nose, cooked back. The L that stole Christmas. Silver bills, silver bills. I see you, bro. I see your little poet over here and uh, using the Christmas <laughs> Christmas jingles to get your, get your piece on. So absolutely, man. Absolutely. So here's the thing, man. At the end of the day, I wanna, I want to, I want to be able to, to recap. I want to say recap, but put a put a bow on this game because I'm gonna do a, a recap, obviously again uh, on Tuesday, um, and obviously you're gonna see Zbot on Monday. So there's gonna be quite some time for us to talk about this. But as I'm as I'm, I mean, going over this game again. It was a gritty win. And sometimes you need those gritty wins. I mean, to, to, I guess, I know it's going to sound cliche, but to set up your story, right? The story continues. Like my man, Dan Mitchell saying, this is going to be one of the greatest stories ever, ever written. I'm not ready to get on it right now because I need this story to continue. And uh, or the script is in, but we need to make the playoffs. That's what we need to do. And at the end of the day, here's the deal. At the end of the day, here's the deal. We've, once we stack these wins, we get to Miami, we beat Miami. Now, that's a five-game win streak because right now we need five. I got five on it. You, we need that five on it, man. Right now, we're at three. We got two more to go. And this, the biggest thing, too, is we're not a very good road team. I mean, in case, in case you forgot, we're not a very good road team. And I'm looking at the full standings here. Pardon me. As I look at the full standings here, right now, when we're home, we're six and two. On the road, we're less than 500. We're three and four. We're three and four on the road. Don't forget, we lost those conference games are killer. We lost five conference games, five freaking conference games. So the fact that we were able to get one today to even our series at five, that's great. And here's the crazy part, fam. As for the record that we have, we have 403.4. 403.4. Let me tell you something. We are the fourth best offense when it comes to putting points on the board. San Fran's at 425. The next best, excuse me, uh, then you got Dallas Cowboys at 431. We stomped them out last week. And then you got, uh, and then you got the freaking Dolphins. At 441, and the bills are at 403. Like we we are we got we're at a plus 127 differential. Plus 127 differential, and we're on a on a three-game win streak. I'm loving every bit of what's happening right now. The Bills are on a three-game win streak. The Dolphins, excuse me, the, the Baltimore Ravens are on a four-game win streak. And right now, San Fran's on a six-game win streak, along Tampa Bay's on a three-game. So there's some teams that are getting hot at the right time, and the Bills happen to be one of them, hot at the right time. So we just got to keep it up. We got to keep rolling. And these, these AFC games are getting more important and more important at, at every juncture. And uh, here's the deal. AFC is all we got next. AFC. So we got the Patriots next. It's going to be, a, a I think it's a 2 o'clock game. So it's going to be an early game, which is nice. It's about time. We haven't had those in a long time. Maybe that gets us back on track. And then our last game against Miami, you know, Commissioner Goodell is going to be like, all right, what, what day do we want to make it? Do we want to make it a Saturday, Saturday night? Do we want to make it a Sunday night? Or is it going to be a Monday nighter where everybody's watching? Well, 
we're going to have no choice. We're going to have to rock it, and we're going to have to do everything we can. And that last game against Miami, is it a home or away game? I can't, I can't recall if it's home or away. But nonetheless, we have a big game up ahead, and uh, we've got to handle everything that we can uh, to get things popping. So, uh, Dolphins fans, we're coming. You know what I'm saying? We are. But uh, we got we to gotta stop off with the Patriots first, and then we go from there. But uh, this this game, and I always, I always, I don't like leaving when I have more things on my head because, like, every time I I sign on, I'm like, oh, I should have talked about this, or oh, I should have talked about that, and, and I'm trying to to navigate on things I wanted to touch on. So, <clears throat> the offensive productivity is one thing that I'm I'm not saying that I'm worried about it because I'm not. I think uh, Joe Brady is going to have us right. Um, I do want to give props to Joe Brady. Because Joe Brady, Joe Brady, some might say, like, you know what I mean? Like Daniel just said, Daniel thinks that we went, we took a step backwards. Rico, today was a step backwards. I mean, you could look at it as a step backwards. I look at it as a step forward because we won today. We definitely won. If we lost, then I could say, yo, that's a step backwards because now, like, where do you go from here? Now we're like, yo, move on, onward and and, and forward because we, we got things to take care of. But uh, there were some milestones hit today. Um, that were nice when you look at the offensive side of the ball. I know we had some struggles here and there, but there were some milestones hit today. I mean, Josh, Josh Allen got his third touchdown. He got his third touchdown overall today. So that puts him what at 40 touchdowns, making him the first player ever to have 40 touchdowns in four straight years. Amazing. We had James Cook go over a thousand yards today. He had 70 yards rushing off of 20, 20 carries. So we got a thousand yard back, a thousand yard receiver, and we got a 40 touchdown uh, quarterback. You know what I'm saying that's going to surpass 40,000, obviously 4,000 yards passing. So um, we had we hit some milestones. We definitely hit some milestones, um, and the milestones hit more when we win. So that's a that's a big part of of you know this this team and how they're developing and getting ready uh, to to surge forward. You know what I'm saying against these 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 teams up ahead. And right now, it's we have a time to kind of breathe it in. And have and 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 just kind of appreciate what what we have right this second, right? So uh, one more one more thing that I wanted to do before I touched on the defense and Sean McDermott because I really do want to touch on Sean McDermott and the coaches. Um, I'm gonna get you guys to the play of the NFL playoff machine, so to kind of give you an idea of where we would, we could be when it comes to uh, seeding, right? Uh, but before that, before I set that up, uh, I do want to touch on on this. Um, Joe Brady, kudos to you. You didn't waver. You didn't shy away from running the football. You kept at it. You gave that man 20 touches. You believed in him. You, even when he fumbled twice, you kept him in. You said, get back in there and show me what you got. And it takes, it takes courage as an OC to say, get it back in there. Because you could easily say, yo, bench his ass. I'm not ready for that. Leonard Fernand, get in there. But you know who's there, right? So James Cook knew the assignment. He kept it. He kept it going. He kept plugging it away. And uh, with him, we wasted some time, right? We, we killed clock. And I was able to kind of waste a lot of time. And if we didn't have a run game, this is the mess we'd be in. But we got ourselves out of the mess by keeping a balanced offense as best as we could. And that we did. And Joe Brady is, is part of that reason. So you got to keep it up. You got you to give some credit to Joe. He, he dialed up some plays on the very last drive that got us going. That wheel route to Khalil Shakir, you couldn't have called a better play at a better time than that and Kalusha Shakir 
was literally inches from getting up and walking into the end zone. They touched him, but that was a blessing in disguise because we were able we were able to kill clock and allow the game to to work the way it worked. And it worked in our favor, and we got the 24-22 win. Now, let's flip over to the defense side of the ball. A lot could be said about Sean McDermott and his defense, but let's keep it a buck here. I know Easton Stick isn't no franchise quarterback, but we we gave that team some fits, man. We kept that brother under two, what, 250 yards? We kept him under 250, um, and uh, we kept the run game under 100 we didn't have any big-time receivers making huge plays. Everything was done pretty much in the first half. They had to really earn it in the second half. There wasn't big plays. So McDermott has definitely, uh, I don't want to say earned it because I don't think it's anything about earning, but he's definitely, he he should be silencing a lot of people. And a lot of people might be a little upset that he's having this type of success, which is an odd flex because you want the team to have success, but you don't want the coach to be there. It's one and the other. You gotta. It's not one or, it's one and. You got to have Josh, you got to have Sean McDermott with his squad. But listen, what it comes down to is at the end of the day, defense, the right defense was called. And it sprung, uh, it sprung a fourth quarter sack by Terrell Bernard with a nice stunt in the middle. That's play calling. That's great play calling. That's, that's the way you get at someone, right? And then and lastly, you got McDermott calling a nice play that gets obviously our guy, Edward Allen, excuse me, Edward Allen, Edward, right in there to get the sack. So. Huge developments, huge plays by your players that got money, and uh, that's the, those are the plays that you want. So you got to we got to keep that up, man. We really do have to keep all of that up. So at the end of the day, we're gonna see how this all plays out at the end, and uh, I we hope that at the end, what it is is the Bills making the playoffs and making a damn run, and we get into the Super Bowl. That's what we want, and then we all get down to Buffalo. We celebrate together. That's what it is, man. Uh, PBC fan, what's up, bro? Took my son to uh, took my son Peyton to his first Bills game. I think I had two strokes, <laughs> but we got the go. Can I get a man? Peyton? I listen, your father, I'm sure I had a blast taking you to the game. And uh, I hope you had a really good time, my man. And uh, the fact that the Bills got you the win is even better. So salute to you. Go to bed. It's time for bedtime. You can't be up if you're up. But if you're watching it the next day, salute to you, my man. And uh, you got a good pops. You took you to the game. That's a good that's a that's a good father son moment. You know what I'm saying? So salute to you, PVC. Appreciate you. Appreciate that super chat. And uh, let me get on to Josh Richardson. What's up, JR? JR has been a supporter for a very long time, man. A support. That's, that's my guy right there. Uh, what up, Rico? Great show as always. So Ed Oliver has eight sacks and has his 500K bonus. Yo, this is, this is around that time people are looking for the bonus. This is bonus time. I thought he had six and a half sacks. I guess the, the stats weren't updated. So eight sacks. He's up there. I hope he gets even more. I hope he gets his 10th sack. That would be huge. And he's got two more games to get that. Give one apiece. And let's keep it rolling. But uh, kudos to the defense, kudos to Leonard Floyd, kudos to Terrell Bernard, kudos to Teron Johnson, Taron Johnson. Uh, everybody, play, everybody played their part. They played their part, and that's without Micah Hyde. Jordan Poirier was there. Micah Hyde not being there, not being present was huge, and this defense still produces. Love everything about McDermott's defense, and I ain't going to waver. That's exactly how I feel about this. So uh, kudos to... Uh, the whole squad and everything that's uh, that's about it, man. Um, it's just always fun. It's always fun when your team wins. We can talk about it and we can say, all right, we got our ninth win. Let's keep it rolling and let's see how this plays out. So before I get out of here, folks, 
because this uh, we're going to do this again on Tuesday anyway. So before I get out of here, if you have any questions, this is your time. This is your time right now to, I mean, you don't got a super chat. It's not about super chats. I always appreciate the super chats, but it's never necessary. It is never necessary to do it out of the goodness of your heart. I try to read all comments, anything that is very interesting, I try to read. So if you have something, capitalize it, hashtag it, super chat if you want to support. That's the that's the way we'll do. Um, but let's hit the NFL playoff machine because now this is all about seeding. So I'm going to share my screen to you fine folks. And uh, we're on the ESPN app. And uh, I haven't used this in a long time, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make it work anyway. So here it is. Here is where we stand at the moment. So we're at week 16. Obviously, we know the teams that have already played. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going, if, if he's still concussed, I'm going Browns over the Texans. And we want that. That's, the, what, that's what we want. So we're going to be rooting for Joe Flacco and them boys to do their thing. Uh, I think Washington Commanders take down the Jets. Uh, the Titans and the Titans right now are, are in a mess a little bit, so I'm going to give it to the Seahawks. Colts should be able to take the Falcons. I mean, that should be a no-brainer. Um, Lions take the Vikings. See, I think the Bucks take. I think the Bucks take um, the Jags, and then the Bears. Who cares? And then we, I say, Dallas takes them, and. Uh, Broncos take the Patriots. That's what I think. And I think I think there's an upset here. This is just me. This is an upset. Chiefs take the Raiders. Uh, but I, it's at Kansas City. So I don't know. I'm going to give it to the Chiefs here. And then we got the Giants and Eagles. And last but not least, I think the 49ers are going to uh, expose, if you will, the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Lastly, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling here. So Browns, Jets. You already know what time it is. I'm taking the Browns. Uh, L.A. and New York. Uh, I'm going to take L.A., Eagles over the Philly, Dallas over, I'm not even sure. That's a toss-up. I'm going to give it to Detroit. Uh, Baltimore, and so they already, see, I already have them losing to the Cowboys, and I think they lose again. They can go three straight losses, folks. The Miami Dolphins can go three straight, three straight losses. So let's just say they lose to the Ravens. We beat the Patriots. Saints and, and Bucks. I say the Bucks win. I say San Fran wins this one. Pittsburgh had a huge win today. Mason Rudolph seems to have the pulse of this offense, and he's he's cooking with George Pickens. So um, but I like I like Seattle, man. I like Seattle. Bears, Falcons, I think the Raiders take the Colts. Uh the way they're playing, depending on how they play against the Chiefs, but that's what that's what I'm looking at right now. The Bengals, I think the Chiefs take the Bengals. Broncos over the Chargers, uh, Jags over the Panthers, and then I got CJ Star will be back by then, and I got this game going on here. So now let's go to Week 18, the things that matter the most, because seeding is what I want to see, and I'm hoping that if I scroll down, it'll show me the seeding. So let's do it. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. I'm going to say Baltimore wins this one. Cardinals, Seahawks, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go Raiders over the Broncos. I'm going to go Bills over the Dolphins. Bucks over Panthers. Who cares about this game? <laughs> Patriots and Jets. Who gives a damn? Let's. I'll give it to the Jets for now. Uh, I'm going to go Browns over Bengals. Even though that could be a toss-up, I'm going to go Saints, Lions. I'm going to go uh, Eagles, Bears, a bunch of San Fran. This one's a tough one. I'll come back to that. Uh, Jags should win that one. Dallas. 
I'm going to give the Chiefs this one, and this is the tough one here. So who do we want winning that one? Man. So let's just say CJ Stark comes back, and he's on the money, and D'Amico Ryan's got these boys coaching. Let's just say Houston wins. Because that's going that's that that's for the South. So if that's the case, where does it tell me? Oh, it's in behind here. So I gotta close this up here. Why is this even here? Let's see here. Um why is that even there, huh? Why is that even there? I'm trying to I'm trying to okay, let's see. There we go. Boom. Ugh. Copy the Earl, and I see he doesn't want to let me. He doesn't want to let me do my thing. I'm trying to get rid of it, but it won't. It won't move. Yeah, it ain't moving. So I really wanted to see what it looks like, but I can't, haters. But uh, the playoff seating. Let me. I'm gonna try some here. See if we can put it. You know, I'm not even gonna bother with doing that. But anyway, so if it goes that way. It'd be nice if I could freaking try to get that thing going. But anyways, I'm not wasting my time with that. But anyways, let me just put it this way. You guys already saw what, what time it was. You saw it. 80% is a chance for us to get it. So at the end of the day, it's, it's just how it's going to be. It's the Bills got to win out. Mike Tarico and Collinsworth made it very clear with the way the things have happened today. It's win out and you're in. Win out and you're in. And we go from there. Someone said to refresh my page. So maybe if I got to refresh it, but then I got to, if I refresh it, then it's going to, it's going to make me freaking restart my picks. <laughs> I ain't trying to do all that. And I'm not even trying to put it on my, I'm not even doing that. All right. It's not even worth it, people. Not even worth it. But anyway, so here's the deal. Went out and we're in. Simple as that. We got, we got it. We got by a close one today. We'll take it. And we move on. We have a good sleep. Things taste better the next day. And we ain't got to talk about this atrocity that just happened, right? We almost let it slip. Let's, let's keep it a buck here. I'm going to be very honest with you. We almost let it slip. When they were doing all that passing back and forth, and an Easton stick got the ball and tossed it back to the other side of the field, I was like, oh, no. Let's not make it what I think it's going to be. And then we put, it, we put it to sleep and put it to bed. So we'll see how... Um, what Coach uh, McDermott's talking about, I'm sure that locker room speech is going to be something. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Apparently, uh, McDermott, this is coming from McDermott, he says, oh, I have confidence in those guys. It's late in the year at this point, early in the year, maybe you have, a learn, you have to learn a lesson. At this point of the season, you put your best players out there. And he's, he says on why Hardy or Cook weren't benched after fumbling. So I guess they asked him, yo, what's up? You didn't bench these guys. Why did you leave them out there? Now, He's talking about put your best players out there right now. Next week, we might see Andy Isabella up there. You know what I'm saying? Now, James Cook is safe because he had a monster game. He's got 1,000 yards. He's, he's our RB1 at the moment. I can't say at the moment. He is our RB1. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is you've got to keep your best players on the field. Next week, we're going to find out who really is our best player on the field. Is it going to be Isabella or are they going to keep Hardy out there? And uh, we'll see how that plays out. So that's it. That's it for me, guys. Um, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. There was We had 1,000 people watching, and we have 800 people watching right now. Listen, go ahead and watch highlights. Go ahead and watch other you know, I mean, podcasts and, and, and analysis and analysts talk about the game. I appreciate you guys even giving me your time. 
Much love and much appreciation. I got another super chat coming in from my man. Austin says, uh, hey, what is going on with the Allen and Diggs connection? Fam, that's a whole, that's why I didn't want to get into it today too much because I want to, I want to get more into it on Tuesday. But this is the one thing I will say. I will say this. I'm not, Josh wants to get him the football. It's, it's clear. You can see the motive. He had, he was targeted, what, five or six times today? But it's just, there's just, they're not connecting right now. Um, they are connecting, but they're not connecting on big plays. And that's the biggest one because they're connecting it. All the underneath stuff is cool. A lot of the big games that Josh had with Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs broke a huge tackle and he was gone. I'm talking about the most recent games where he has big ones. So we need to get these guys back on track to get those big plays. It's, and we're missing them by just little things. So it really becomes Josh that's got to be more accurate. Josh has to be more accurate because if Josh becomes more accurate, becomes he puts the ball placement on where he's supposed to do it, you were successful. But it's hard for me to even mention that because if you look at what he did with the ball to, to I mean, Gabriel Davis, both sides, they were on the money, on the run. Chef's kiss. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Sometimes you're accurate, sometimes you're not. And sometimes it's someone else's turn to shine. And today's time to shine on offense was Gabriel Davis. Four receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. We'll take it. We'll absolutely take it. So without further ado, I appreciate you guys very much for tuning in. If you guys have not subscribed to the channel, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel. If you have not followed me on Twitter, go ahead and follow me, Rico underscore BF. I am the same handle on the Bleacher Report app which I'll be doing a show on the 27th or 26th uh, on the Bleacher Report app. I'll, give you guys, I'll keep you guys posted, but there will be another show that I'll be streaming about this very game. So research will be put out. There's going to be new analysis come out. So tune in with your boy and uh, much love to you guys. So that being said, you guys have yourself a fantastic evening. Have a great sleep. And uh, we'll do this again. Tuesday. We'll do it again on Monday with Zbot. Myself Tuesday, and then we'll go from there and uh enjoy this win because this was a tough one. This one had us at the edge of our seats, but we made it nonetheless. So, folks, Merry Christmas. Have a very good holiday. I want you guys to have a great time, spend time with your family. Sometimes it's not about the gifts, people, it's about hanging out with your people, having good food, and having a good time, and knowing that your bills are nine and six and are two games closer to the playoffs, baby. So until next time, it's your boy Rico. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's the Rico Report. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have yourself a great night. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Let's go. Big dubs. Let's go. Thank you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.